another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone! Dea, Tea, Dara, Tea. Your vital essence, the Dark Crystal. Kida, Kida. Come, come, see for yourself. Aru, Garu. How very interesting. Dea, Tea. I feel the song of Thra in my heart. Now go, you heroes of Thra. Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast. I'm your host, Phil. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, this one is actually pretty much a compilation of um, highlights, um, all the audio interviews uh, that I conducted, you know, for the podcast at at the Great Conjunction, of course. Uh, so this is really uh, exciting. So I'm glad to sort of get this um, all out now. So... Um, at least for the audio uh, side of things. Um, so yeah, I, I, so of course you know we'll, we will have um, uh, video coverage uh, from the event uh, down the track. Uh, pretty much when I get time, some downtime to get into the editing and you know cut them up and you know make it look decent um, to put on YouTube. So yeah, uh, so definitely you know more content to come from the Great Conjunction. And, um, and also, I guess, you know, updates, I guess the next, uh, uh next, next week's episode will be the interview with, uh, Zay, um, chatting about the great conjunction, how, little, how, how it all went down. And, um, and also don't forget about the screening that is happening on the 28th of January, um, that has sort of been run by Zay and the team behind the great conjunction. So if you just go to, uh, the great conjunction.com. And um, on the front page, there is a link that you can buy tickets to the event. Um, should be a really good one. Um, so I'm looking forward to hearing more about that event um, down the track as well. Um, so I'll just, I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll just tell you the, um, you know, because I'm just going to play all the audio all at once. Um, so I'll just name all the guests in order. So first one is James Reedy, of course, the co-host of Legends of Thra. Uh, the next up, there's Jamie and uh, Toby Froud, uh, followed by J.M. Lee, uh, Corey Godby, um, Aaron Rado, uh, Jack Caesar, of course, from River, River Horse Games, um, uh, Alistair Nian, um, Elian, um, Cassine Gaines, uh, Kristen Dolesky, and of course, Victor Yerrit. Uh, so yeah, I just hope you enjoy uh, listening to just some of these little um, short bite little interviews um, that I did for the podcast. And again, you know, definitely stay tuned, um, for our video coverage, um, down the track. Enjoy. All right. Hello. Welcome to Trial by Stone. And we are here at the Great Conjunction with me is James, of course, from the Dark Crystal Project. How are you going? All right, mate. It's a bit surreal, isn't it really? It absolutely is. It's just so many people here. It's great. Like, just seeing all the Dark Crystal family together is just amazing. Yeah, everyone in the one big room, you know, we're all just like one big Thra happy family, you know, it's just, yeah. yeah. Well, I was talking to um, Corey Godbury earlier and he said it's like when he worked, when he does the um, the artwork for the books and that, he's like, it's like Dark Crystal is a garden. 
yeah. and you just get to cultivate one part of that garden. I love that analogy. I just thought it was amazing. Well, that, that, that is a great analogy. So it's just fantastic just being all here. I know you're being pretty busy, so I'll... Yeah, so we're just doing the... Um, so some of the passes come with a, a sign print, so we're just doing that at the moment. We've got nearly everybody, so we're just trying to blitz through that. But, um, yeah, it's kind of... It's, it's hard to take it all in, really, isn't it? No, it really is. It's see all my idols and be like, like Alice Deneen and stuff like that, and it's just like, oh, I love Breya. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, all right, I'll leave it to it, but, yeah, all the best. And, um, yeah, for anyone that you can just follow, um, we can follow you on Instagram at yep. The Dark Crystal Project, That's is that? Correct, yeah. yeah, cool. So check Thanks it out. We are now here with my brother from another mother, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> how you doing, Jamie? I'm well. How are you, Phil? Yeah, I'm... I'm Fantastic. It's just a whirlwind of emotions, this event. Yes, it's so overwhelming and just amazing. And all these people, and yeah, I can't even believe it. Yeah, no, neither can I, yeah. And we're all, all here. It's just insane. So, yeah. So, what have you been up to? So, we've been getting posters signed by all of the talent for uh, guests who've purchased them and just kind of mingling and talking. I'm standing next to Toby Froud right now, and he's awesome. Yeah, hey, Toby. Hey, hey I'm, I'm, I'm Phil. Hi, Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, so nice good to see you. I know, I know. How, how, how have you been? It's good. I, I'm good. I'm doing really well. Thank you. That's all right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, first of all, I mean, congrats. I, I probably have to say congratulations with uh, Pinocchio because that just recently came out. I know that's coming. I know it's out in cinemas at the moment, and yes. I know you had some premieres and screenings that we all saw on social media. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's been wonderful, and uh, yeah, we just got to see the crew screening last week, and that was exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and can't wait for the world to see that one too. It was really fun to be sort of locked away in a warehouse to create uh, Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, because that pro like that film, like that, that was such a very long time that it took, you know, from what, almost like ten, uh, 10 years or more than that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, more than that in the in the uh, sort of development and bringing to fruition, and then we spent about three and a half almost four years uh, in Portland, Oregon, creating it. Yeah, well, that's that's amazing. So, now I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the film. So, yeah, so for any listeners, definitely check out Del Toro's Pinocchio, So, which by the time this show, this show is out, it'll be in cinemas or on Netflix. Thank you so much, yeah. Hello, and here I am, such a big part of Dark Crystal and a big part of the podcast as well. He was my first guest on episode one, and it's none other than Joey. So J.M. Lee, of course, the author of the, the young adult novels and so, my, so many other Dark Crystal uh, books that he uh, created, done as well. So Joe, thank you so much. No, my pleasure. It is pretty weird to like be interviewing face-to-face -face with you after so many years, because we've done a couple episodes, right? Yeah, yeah, because I like, yeah, so I know we did, I, I, I'm just trying to think how many episodes. Because I, I know you, I think you've probably been appeared in like most of, uh, you know, out of all the guests, I, I know you've been the one that been on the most. Um, you know, because we've had you, I mean, on episode one, and that was back when, you know, that was just like months after you won that, that yeah. author quest. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then, of course, got you on, you know, talking about each of the books that sort of came out as they released. And, uh, yeah, so, and talked to you about the show, of course, uh, you know, with writing episode two. So, uh, yeah, that was just like, just, you know, you've just been such a big part of the podcast, like, from the get-go. And I can't thank you enough to really, you know, like, everything you've done. Um, it's 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 just been a blast, and, and I'm just I, I can't believe I'm here like standing right next to you, <laughs> in person at the Great Conjunction. It's just yeah, um yeah, it's it's very overwhelming like yeah, but it's it's so good, so great. Yeah, with everybody here, it does feel very surreal. I don't think I've ever seen me personally. I've never seen this many people all 
that worked on the show in the same place at the same time and to also have like so many of the fans like yourself and the other people who are like part of like various online groups and everything and it's like so amazing to see everybody here it's very surreal it, it, it really is yeah because did you did you went to the first great conjunction back in 2020 no, I did not. No, no. so this is, your, this is your first one. And it, I mean, it's the first one for me too, yeah. So I know, like, I remember um, after the first one happened and I, su I had such regret. I'm like, I wish I was there. <laughs> so I'm glad to have made it here and been, be part of the, the second Great Conjunction, but the first one in, in LA. So it's just, it, it's, it's so cool. One of the questions I guess I just want to ask, um, you know, since all the books have been out with the young adult novels, What's been the reactions like from fans and, and everyone that read, you know, the, your entire story from with the young adult novels? Uh, it seems like it's been really, really good, especially obviously with the show coming out. A lot of people finished the show and they were like, I need more. Like, I need more of these characters. What is this? And then that's how they often find the books and then read through all of the books. And I think that one of the really big benefits about the books and the, and the show having sort of um, divergent uh, story narratives yeah. is that they each give you something new. So like if you watch the show and you go to read the books, you're not just reading exactly the same thing from the show. Like there's a lot of extra stuff. There's other characters, there's other stories, there's other like things that happen that I think have given people a lot to enjoy um, in their sort of like, I don't know, Netflix series withdrawal, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cause, yeah, because I know, because I know you, you know, you started writing, I think, was it the, I think it was like the first two books that you sort of wrote before the announcement happened. And of course, you know, once the show was actually happening, and I know you had to um, change, you might have had to change a little bit with Tides and Flames to sort of tie, tie it in and make those connections. But, um, but I mean, they're, they're such great reads, like, you know, because you get so much lore. And I know for me personally, like, Song of the Dark Crystal was one of my favourites. I, I really enjoyed reading them. And, um, yeah, so they were just all, all great, great fun reads. So for, so for those that haven't checked out those young adult novels, um, yeah, definitely check them out. Yeah, you know, he wrote Shadows of the Dark Crystal, Song of the Dark Crystal, Ties of the Dark Crystal, and Flames of the Dark Crystal. And there's actually the extended lore book, uh, Songs of the Seven Gelfling Clans. If you really love Dark Crystal and you're looking for more stuff, that has a bunch of things in it that we weren't able to include in the show or in the books for time constraints, and it has a lot of uh, extended lore stuff. So if you're still looking for like that Dark fi Crystal fix, that's the book that you should check out next. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I know you've written so many other ones. Like, I know, like, uh, was it the Olga's Wisdom book? <laughs> Which I, I just, I, I love that one. That was like a really, just a really cute sort of picture book of, full of quotes um, from Olga. So, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you go. But thanks so much for popping on, on for a little chat. And, um, and of course, um, you've recently just uh, released a new book called um, The Nightland Express. Yes. Yep, so the Nightland Express, uh, it's a historical fantasy, YA, it came out November 8th, so it should be available, it's available on all your online retailers, uh, shop small, and uh, check your local indie bookstores as well. Alright, cool, thank you so much Joe, and uh, we'll, we'll probably chat later for sure, yeah. Just chatting to uh, Corey Godby, so Corey, welcome. Thank you, I'm, I am thrilled to be here. Because I'm just trying to think, is this your first time being at the um, Great Conjunction? First time for the Great Conjunction. Uh, first time at a you know Dark Crystal specific convention. Lots of comic conventions, fantasy art shows over the years, but this to be at an actual Dark Crystal event is is uh, just uh, it's it's perfect. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just so wild and just like just surreal. Yeah. Just like everyone into one you know into one building together. All the fans, whether fans or people who worked on you know Dark Crystal from books, TV show, the film. Everything in between, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, um, you know, you're of course very well known for your illustrative 
work, which you did for, um, of course, with the young adult novels. And because that was that sort of your first sort of foray like into Dark Crystal through those young adult novels? I actually got started years ago. I was on a Labyrinth project. Or no, no, sorry. That was later. It was a Fraggle Rock thing. Oh, right. So my, my, my introduction to doing any, you know, my main work's in publishing. Um, and so I do illustration, you know, art for books and things like that. And my, my first Henson project was a Fraggle Rock comic. And it turned out there was a writer at Henson who had just come across some other comic that I had done and uh, tracked me down at, at San Diego Comic-Con in like, you know, 2008 or 2009, something like that. He just said, this is what I want for this, this story that I'm writing is a Fraggle thing. And so that just kind of got me started doing, I did some Labyrinth stuff after that. But then the Dark Crystal novels were the first Dark Crystal thing I'd gotten to do. Because I love, I mean, I love all of it. Uh, but the Dark Crystal is the thing that just kind of hits like a tuning fork for me. I, I, it just, I, I, I resonate with that world uh, in, a, in a way that's just unique from some of the other Henson things. As much as I might enjoy them, like Labyrinth and, you know, these things. The Dark Crystal just, it just, it's its own complete unique thing. I mean, of course, like, you know, this is like, that was like the first feature film for Jim Henson that's outside of, you know, being well known for the Muppets and, and Sesame Street. So it was such a, like a big risk that he was taking and just um, to bring this world to life is just incredible um, that they did, yeah. I mean, it, it's a complete unique vision. Nothing else is like it. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, there will never be nothing else like it. And so to get to do anything with the Dark Crystal was the dream. I, I, I wanted to do something for it because I had, you know, years ago, I remember reading some press release or something that like, oh, the Henson Company is exploring new stories within the worlds of Labyrinth and the Dark Crystal. And I remember reading that and thinking, I don't know what that means exactly, but I want in on it. So I've, I've had the chance to do, you know, some of this stuff. And I, I've described it in the past like, um, I, I see it like it's a garden and I get to come into this garden. It's not my garden. But I get a little corner of it, and I can tend this area of the garden for a while. I feel the weight of doing that. I feel the weight of walking through that garden gate and getting to work on anything that approaches this stuff. And so um, over the years, I've always thought of it like I just get to work in this little corner. For yeah, yeah, get to tend to that, that garden and, and, yeah, do what you can just to expand on things and, and whatnot. And, uh, and you do that through your illustrations. And, I, like, I've enjoyed, like, all the illustrations that you've done, like, with the Young Adult Novels and also with um, Dark Crystal Tales, which is right. such a great, like, picture book, you know, story that you that you did. So I, I, I probably should let you go, but um, where can people find you? Anywhere you like. Uh, Instagram is just my name, at Corey Godby. Same for my website, just CoreyGodby.com. You know, Twitter, uh, all, all those places. Just my name. Yep. All right, cool. Yeah, so just just a, a Google away. So, <laughs> all right, cool. Thank you so much, Corey. Yeah. Appreciate it. Hello, and we are here with Aaron. You are at the at the stall at the Great Conjunction, promoting your uh, fantasy books, which is part of the Tales of the Raven's Daughter. So, thank you so much, and it's uh, good to see you. Thanks so much. I'm so excited to be here. I've got a fresh, brand new series of fantasy novellas. You don't have to commit to a two-day read. My little things read in about an hour. I am reinventing the dime novel. That's the thing. Novellas have sort of been, yeah, like they're just a very, very short read. So yeah, no, which is really cool. And especially, you know, especially these days with so much going on, going on in our lives. And you know, if we if we just want something to sort of, you know 
just to take our minds off things for a bit and, you know, just have a good hour or so to read, like with your books, for example, with the uh, Tales of the Raven, Raven's Daughter. That seems to be, yeah, pretty pretty cool. So, no, it's uh, very interesting. And um, so, and you've done several, you got several books in these uh, lines, right? Yeah, there are six books in the series. So, my girl dies in the first three scenes. <laughs> Spoiler alert, but yeah. <laughs> then she discovers she is a realm walker. She can walk between the world below and the world above. Then I throw in the best gender fluid character ever based on Shakespeare's Puck. I add in a former military captain with a rather tragic battle past, and you read one, two, three, four, five, and in book number six, I will give you a death as powerful as the death of Spock. Oh, wow. I have to watch out for that or read out for that. So how many books are out in it now? Is it, is it just the, the first five or? or the it's collection one. There are books one through six. Each one is about a one-hour read, maybe an hour and a half. They read a lot like television episodes, and I call them snack reads. Yeah. <laughs> so when you don't have time for a full-length novel but you miss reading, you just grab one of these. They keep a pace. They're really nice and tight, and even people with comprehension issues have really enjoyed them. Thank you so much. It's, it's great seeing you here on the floor at the Great Conjunction. It's just, I mean, for myself, you know, I think I'm going to be saying this a lot, but it's just such a surreal kind of moment, like being here with fans and people who've worked on the show. And, uh, and it's just great, even just chatting to fans like, like yourself. Uh, it's so great to be here. Look for Tales of the Raven's Daughter on Amazon, and you'll find my whole series. Excellent. All right. So thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. And here I am chatting to Jack Caesar of course who is from River Horse Games so it's just it's just great seeing you here at the Great Conjunction. Oh it's great being here. Hello. Good yeah. to meet you. See yeah. you. <laughs> I know it, I know yeah it's just great seeing you in person it's like because we've only seen each other through Zoom and of course you know um I mean, I guess I can actually say in person, like, thank you so much for um, letting Sydney and I sort of play into the world of the Dark Crystal through that um, Dark Crystal adventure game. It was lots of fun. I'm glad you could, yeah, add such an awesome scene into the book. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so I know for those, um, you can check it out on the, uh, the Dark Crystal adventure book. Um, yeah, Sydney and I, we uh, got a chance to write a scene from the book, and that, that was just such a great time that, you know, Sydney and I had, you know, brainstorming ideas and passing them on to you, and you just, you know, sort of translate with what we came up with. So, so such an incredible time. It's been an absolute pleasure working on it, and also awesome just to come here and see people's love for the IP and the, the world of Thra. You're, you're here at the River Horse booth, I guess you could say, and and so because and you're actually going to do some uh, play demos, right? Yeah, so we're running some sessions in the afternoon on the Saturday today, uh, and more sessions sort of tomorrow as well. So if you're interested, then feel free to jump on down and sign up to a session. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll hopefully, I'll get a chance to come up, come over and um, check it out. So. Um, yeah, no, thank you so much, Jack. And, um, and where can people find out about River Horse Games and where they can buy uh, <laughs> the adventure game? Um, so if you're in the US, uh, just search for it on, uh, on Amazon. Yeah. If you're in the UK, then you can find us at riverhorsegames.com. Uh, or, yeah, uh, riverhorsegames.com. And as always, sign up to our newsletter, riverhorsegames.com slash subscribe to, uh, to find the latest news. Yeah, that's awesome. And of course, you know, you, there's been several Dark Crystal things, you know, with the adventure game, but also with the board game 
And um, I actually want to know, like, you know, is there any is there any um, things happening in the future with the Dark Crystal license through River Horse Games? There might be a card game coming out soon. Ooh, a card game. Okay, okay, next, cool. Early next year. Keep an eye out. Okay, cool, cool. There, there you have it. There's your scoop right there. So, no, <laughs> thank you so much, Jack. And uh, we'll be in touch. Bye. All right, and here I am with very special guest, Alice Tanian, who, of course, uh, puppeteered uh, the main puppeteer behind Brea and countless of other characters with Skekect and uh, Mordra Pharaoh, just, just to name a few. So welcome to The Great Conjunction. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Uh, how's it been, this whole experience of just being here with, you know, with everyone from... Because, I mean, because, of course, you know, we're fans, but also, you know, with people that, you know, with colleagues that you've worked on with Age of Resistance. Well, it was a teary moment when we were all reunited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a big sort of big family reunion sort of thing, yeah. It really is, especially since between the release of the show and now, uh, you know, the whole world was shut down and we were, we were expected to see each other much sooner than we've been able to. So this was a long time coming and it's joyful. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, I know you'll, you, you'll be in a panel about with the puppeteers. I think that's tomorrow on Sunday, right? Correct. There's a puppeteer panel on Sunday, and yeah. I think there's some sort of a trivia event or something today. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, you're a part of that too, aren't you? Yes. So, <laughs> I know. So, um, no, look, we're really looking forward to it. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, cool. Thank you so much, Alice. My pleasure. We are here. I'm staying next to um, Alien who of course have appeared in previous episodes of Trial by Stone and is known for her like just insane, like just, just very creative um, artwork and art pieces and uh, even like with the, with the sculptures that I'm just, you know, checking out at the moment and of course with, with Skeksard, the entertainer, which you might have seen that character, I think um, at the very first great conjunction. So Elian, yeah, thank you so much for um, being here. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, you went to the first Great Conjunction. That was back in yeah, 2020. In London, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How does this compare to the very first Great Conjunction? Well, first, it's way bigger. Yeah. Like, it's huge. Like, we have a museum, a lot of vendors. Last time, it was only the puppeteers and uh, the crew who had booths. But now, artists, vendors, and everything. Everybody's selling uh, their art, yeah. myself included. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, like, I mean, that's the thing. It, it just, like, dialed up for up to 11 of just the scale of this convention, like you mentioned, like, with the vendors. And, of course, you know, you're, you're also selling some things yourself. So um, I, I guess one of the big things that you're, you're actually selling is uh, the, these uh, art sculptures. Uh, they're all inspired by uh, the duality of uh, Skeksis and Mystics. They are based, yeah, the Skeksis and Mystics, they, are, they have uh, like similar shapes, like the four arms, and, um, but they are two sides of the same piece. The sculptures I did are inspired by the duality, like they, are, they have the same uh, shape, both of, both of the sculptures. Yeah, there is a version, yeah, they are based on mask, on theater mask. One of them is tragedy and the other is comedy. So yeah, they are based on the same uh, shape, but they have different character and expression. Like one, one is smiling and the other is pretty sad. <laughs> I painted all, the, all these masks. Uh, some of them are uh, inspired by the, by the, the gelflings. Yeah. 
like all the Gelfin clans. Yes, yeah. And uh, the other ones are um, uh, Skeksis and Mystics. First, I, I only want to make uh, the, Skeksis, the Skeksis and Mystics. Mm -hmm. But then I know there's a lot of Gelfling fans, so I did some Gelflings. Yeah, it's awesome. Just yeah, it's just so much variety. Like you know, with what you've done, like yeah, with the Skeksis and Mystics, but also yeah, a bit of um, Gelfling flavor put in as well. So no, which is really amazing. I'll, I'll, I'll let you go, but yeah, I just want to say yeah, you know, thanks for being part of the show and with the podcast and you know for previous shows. It's like for me, it's like it's just amazing seeing seeing everyone in person seeing you in person and just like the whole creativity of you know of every everyone that's that's present here it's very exciting because i met some of uh, the people here in london but a lot of them i never met them like yeah. there's a lot of people i just met today yeah. and i also well i'm meeting you uh, <laughs> philip for the first time yeah. so yeah it's very exciting yeah definitely yeah it's a, a lot of firsts and yeah a lot of memories that's going to follow through for many many years to come so yeah yeah thank you so much you're welcome hello cassine cassine games how, how are you i'm great how are you yeah no i mean i mean it's it, like i think i've probably been saying this so many times there's so many people i've been chatting to just how surreal <laughs> this whole weekend is and like you know it's only day one you know it's only <laughs> saturday but of course um uh, for any listeners I, I probably should have done a bit of an intro for you of course you wrote the dark crystal the ultimate visual history and we pre previously had you on the show a couple a couple of years ago yeah i remember that was su such a great time i had chatting to you back then so and, and that's the thing like it so it gives me the opportunity as well to actually say thank you in person oh for like just you know being such cool about you know jumping jumping on board the podcast to chat about the book and everything and yeah, a lot of great stories from Thank that one. Thank you. You know, it's, it's funny. Being here, it feels a little bit like the internet has come alive. Like, I'm walking <laughs> around and I'm like, I recognize that person. I know that person's the Dream Fasting group. That person's from, like, it's so, it's so interesting. Yeah, it's so funny. Just walking around, seeing everyone, and, like, seeing you in person is, like, fascinating. It's, like, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I guess, you know, as a, sort of a catch up, I mean, what you've been doing since, you know, since the Dark Crystal Ultim Ultimate Visual History, I mean, you've written uh, several books and I know your most recent one was on um, E.T., the Ultimate Visual History. And um, so con congratulations on that. And I mean, well, yeah, let, let's talk about E.T. for a little bit because, you know, just because it's a bit current for yourself at the moment. How was it like with writing E.T. and just everything that's, you know, that you've done? Like, I mean, you were at the Hollywood Museum the other day doing some signings. And I believe you also appeared on the Drew Barrymore sh show as well. Yeah, Did you? I was at the Drew Barrymore show, which was amazing. It's really been the E.T. ride has been phenomenal. I mean, it's funny because the Dark Crystal Ultimate Visual History really kind of gave me the opportunity to work on the E.T. film, which is funny because they both came out in 1982. Yes, they did. Yeah, I know. Just thinking about that just right now, it's, yeah. yeah. They're both having their 40th anniversary. Obviously, puppetry, very important to both films. Um, beautiful storytelling. I mean, so when they were looking for someone to work on this E.T. book, the Dark Crystal book really ended up being like an amazing calling card. It was great. I mean, once again, it's filled with never-before-seen photos, stories, attachments. Uh, Drew Barrymore wrote the foreword, actually, yes. to the book, uh, which is great. Kathleen Kennedy did the introduction. 
uh, spoke with Steven Spielberg, of course. He was obviously like very involved with the book. So it was an absolute dream. I mean, the, the Dark Crystal and E.T. books are like so incredibly special to me because I just grew up with those films. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's funny to say it, but I'm like a fan of the books. Like I know that I wrote them, but like just looking through, in fact, I'm not kidding, about 10 minutes ago before you came over, yeah, yeah. I was just looking at the book. I mean, like I know I wrote it, but I was just looking at it because I was like, it's yeah. so beautiful. And well, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And even like I, I, I rewrote it again, like probably a couple of months ago. Yeah, it just, it's just an amazing, so very, you know, a detailed account of like the making of the film, but also just the amount of imagery, all the images, behind the scenes images and all that kind of stuff that sort of like just adds an extra extra layer with the book. So, so it's always something I'm like always, you know, you know, looking at going through the pages and just, yeah. And the, the one thing that really stands out about the Dark Crystal book, so I've written six books in total and... I have to say, working with the Hensons was such an absolute dream, not only in terms of the access, but also once the book was written, Cheryl Henson kind of gave it a read and gave her notes and feedback. And the one thing that she sort of kept saying was, it's Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal, but so many people worked on this. Like, it's, it's credited as Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal. We really have to make sure that we are pulling out all of the puppet builders, all of the conceptual people. You know, obviously the Frouds were so integral, but not just the Frouds. I mean, you know, people like um, Sherry Amitippi, Tippy, who is like just an amazing person. And she was like incredibly instrumental to the book, you know? And like, so there are all of these people that I kept going back to with more and more questions. And it was really because the Hensons kept saying like, please make sure it's more than just Jim because, you know, so many people contribute. And that's why I love what your podcast does because you really seek out people that are not necessarily the names that are above the title on the, on the credits, but truly The Dark Crystal is a film where you can see all of these people came in with their own unique talents and experience and they all contributed to making things the way that they were, you know, as beautiful as they were on screen. And, um, I'm glad the book celebrates that, and I'm, I'm really glad the podcast does that too. Uh, thank, thank you so much. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. I mean, it's been such an honor, like, like being involved with with the Dark Crystal community, and you know, loved the film growing up as a kid, and then you know, reconnecting it, you know, ten probably ten or so years ago, and then you know, doing this podcast and just having just the passion, but and just, I guess, just how I mean, especially with the original film, just and really anything Dark Crystal, it's it's a big collaborative effort and so it's it's just fantastic i mean as you say you know being able to contribute to something to dark crystal you know like yourself with the book and myself with the with the podcast um and even the podcast you know it, it is a collaborative thing as well you know so you know with myself and and sydney and and jamie and james you know they they've been like and and even and even like um ethan you know from you know all previous um people who've been on the show um have been such a big part of the the, the podcast, so I can't thank you enough, yeah, for those words. It's funny because I was talking with Corey Godby um, a little bit earlier, and he, he had such a beautiful way of putting it, where the, the Dark Crystal is not, like, our garden, but, like, you know, yourself, myself, like, Corey, you know, Joey, but we've sort of been allowed through the gate and, like, given, like, a little piece of the garden that we can sort of, like, cultivate and tend to, and, like, and it all adds to the garden, you know, even which is just, I think, a beautiful way of putting it, and I, I feel that way, too, like, it's I'm amazed that I'm here, like, on this side of the table, because otherwise I would be here walking around the room, you know, just, like, soaking up everything, getting signatures. It's great, and it's great to... I think the, the biggest compliment I've ever received about the book 
was probably from Wendy um, Froud, who said that actually when they were working on AOR, they didn't know how some of the original puppets were put together. So the Hensons actually had gotten a copy of the book for all of the puppet builders. And they literally, all of them, they opened up to the pages and they all were kind of like looking at the different pictures, reading the descriptions, like trying to figure out how it was done in 80, you know, between 80 and 82. Obviously not necessarily doing it the exact same way, but sort of seeing what was done and how they can improve upon it or in some ways, how they were gonna do it. Um, and so I just think it's, it's great that something like this book can then contribute to people who are still creating Dark Crystal um, work. I don't, I, I just love it. It's so interconnected. Yes, yeah. That's part of, that is the Dark Crystal, isn't it? It's about that interconnectedness. That's, that's like the theme of it. So I just love that we're all able to be here like this together. It's awesome. Absolutely, yeah. It's just yeah, incredible, you know. Yeah, like like you said, um, with Corey Godby's, you know, ten, tending the garden, how we all just doing a little bit of tendering, you know, with the gardens, and it's just it's just so fantastic. So, um, I'll let you go. But yeah, no, thank you so much. And um, and and how can people find you? I'm online everywhere at Kasim Gaines. That's C-A-S-E-E-N-G-A-I-N-E-S. And uh, go back and listen to the old podcast episodes because I think they were pretty good. Yeah, uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and uh, definitely your one was definitely one of my one of my favorites um, that we had to chat. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate it. So I'm here with Kristen Deleski, who, of course, um, for those of you who know, uh, she worked. Uh, she actually won the Dark Crystal fan film competition. How, like, I'm just trying to think how, how long ago. That was such a long time, actually. Yeah. yeah, that was about six years ago. Wow, that 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 is, like, insane to think about that. I know I actually chat, you know, interviewed you on the, on the podcast and in those early years, and I think there was um, the visit to the Henson Company yes. that all the fan filmmakers, you know, that, that you know, that one that got a chance to, to go to the Henson Company and check it out. It's yeah. So it must have been just such been been such an incredible journey for you, like since you know with the fan film to actually working on Age of Resistance. So I mean, I love I love to talk to you just about like what what, what you got involved on with um with with the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance because I just realized I know I haven't I haven't actually had you on the show since since the fan film and um, so yeah I'd love to know yeah like what what your role was in Age of Resistance. Well, let's see uh, when I first started. On the show, I did some podling samples. So I was doing some mock-ups of costume bits and a lot of trim samples. So I was looking at the original photos, close-up photos of a, a podling costuming from the original film, yeah. and then wrapping my head around all the braiding and beadwork and stuff that was used, or like the techniques so that we could apply them to the podling costumes for yeah. The show, the show yeah. yeah, and then they put me on Team Skeksis, uh -huh. so yeah. I I was like so excited for that, and we were lucky enough to have a few of the original Skeksis at the creature shop in the conference room, so we I I, I helped on the scroll keeper, I did his collar and his tabards and all of that fun drapery on the back, I helped with all of that, and then because of the fan film and my Chamberlain cosplay, uh, yes, yeah. they asked me <laughs> to do, you got to do the Chamberlain. Chamberlain, yes. Yeah, yeah. Which, which that must have been just such incredible, like, I guess one, one of the big highlights, like, to, to, do, to work on the Chamberlain, yes. especially, so. Yeah. It, um, so I like to um, equate it to 
like some, I know this is kind of crazy to compare it to this, but it's like, if it's like, here, here's Darth Vader, mm, here's yes, this iconic, iconic character. Yes, and yeah. I think of like some of the Skeksis from the original, especially Chamberlain with his whimpering, people mm. always will yeah, impersonate identify, and yes. identify and impersonate that. Mm. And they're like, yeah, so you can do Chamberlain for the show. And I was just, oh my goodness, in shock and also did not want to disappoint the fans. I wanted to do as faithful of recreation, and I worked with an incredible team. Uh, I actually had a I had help on Chamberlain. Like we, there were several customers working on individual pieces, but I did the majority of the soft bits of his costuming. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> I mean that that was the thing. Like we, yeah, with the Chamberlain, like the way he turned out, like was was really was almost pretty spot on to wow. to what it was in, in the original film. You know, and even pretty much well, really all, all the Skeksis characters. You know, they were just very well done like yeah it's you know you can put them two together and you know they're just so close yeah like, I, i'm most proud of all the draping off the back yeah. of him like i all the kind of haphazard organic layering of all the tool and sheer fabrics i i and the way that it all flowed and i tacked it in very strategic places to just get that movement and so there's a few scenes in one of the episodes where you see the entire back of his costume sashaying around yeah. and I'm like look at the movement know, yeah. that secondary movement is so important with puppets you know whether it be with feathers on their head for hair or mustaches or their clothing yeah. getting that extra bit of movement is is key yeah so. absolutely yeah so no so you might yeah that must have been just such a, a wild ride like working on on that show um, and yeah, so it's. I'll, I'll, I'll let you go, but yeah, I'll, I will say you know, thank you, thank you so much, and um, it's 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 great to see you in person, um, and actually, and and also just seeing some of you, the, the characters or the creatures, I should say, <laughs> with the with from the fan film yeah, as well. Yeah, and a couple of new ones here, I, and I've got Tristan and Peaky, and hopefully they'll be joining us tonight at the Henson Company lot for the yes. party. So. Excellent. Yeah. Oh well, I can't wait. So. Thank you, yeah, again, thank you so much. Thank you. Hello, and we are here with, of course, the puppeteer behind Hub, Victor Yered. So, v Victor, welcome. Yeah, we're all very excited to meet Victor. I'm sure he's around here. Why don't I do it, Phil? It's terrible. I don't know why I try to do your accent. I know. <laughs> I, uh, so, so. I'm looking you right in the face, and I feel bad inside for trying every time but i can't help myself i'm sorry it's it's all good it's all good you know it's all it's all good fun at the end of the day and uh yeah no i, I actually loved you know when you try to do that on on the um on the interview that you did uh with jamie on a podcast uh I have a question, have a question for you what's that have you enjoyed this weekend how has your con been you're a busy man you're making podcasts making friends how has this weekend been for you it's just been incredible. Um, just the whole experience has just been surreal. I think it's like living in a in a dream. Um, it's almost like a like a just a fantastic dark crystal dream that's been you know two days worth of it. So um, very 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 little sleep, but that's you know. But we're all here for the love of dark crystal, and um, yeah, I, it's just been such a a fantastic time. And like for myself, like getting to meet with yourself. Um, wait, wait, you didn't come to the first great conjunction in England, 2020, just before the pandemic. Where were you? I know, I know. I, re I really wanted to be there. Um, I, I, do, I, I will say that, you know, after seeing everything 
from that event in, in, in February in 2020, I, I definitely had a lot of regrets. I'm like, I wished I could have been there. But this weekend has certainly made up for it, you know, for to make to come here because I, I was gonna I was gonna make it regardless, hook or by crook kind of situation. Well I will tell you, the first one was cool, it was a lot of fun, but this in scale is so much bigger. There's so many more cast members for sure from Age of Resistance here. For us it's like this huge reunion and just the amount of like fan events and things happening has been like uh really wonderful to be a part of and just i'm such a fan of zay's like she she just knocks it out of the park um every time and i think for me i feel like this one's a big step up in uh, production value and everything yeah absolutely you know zay has just done an incredible job uh making this convention happen i know people think you know dark crystal is sort of a very niche thing but like there's a lot of fans everywhere, you know, this weekend. So it's just been such a fantastic time. And I guess I want to talk about um, one of the best highlights, of course, was at the Jim Henson Company lot, the, the after party on Saturday night. And, of course, yourself and Louise Gold, you know, you did some uh, performances, uh, you know, playing, the, actually uh, using um, the puppets from the Dark Crystal fan film that, uh, that uh, uh, Kristen, uh, from Kristen. And uh, that, that was... I. That was so good, and I, I was actually sitting next to Kristen uh, while while that was happening, and she was like, she she was definitely losing herself for a bit, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, it was all it was all kind of very last minute, you know, sort of thrown together, um, but uh, but we had so much fun, and Louise is so amazing. I, I was like asking the other puppeteers in the cast like uh, if they were available and could do it, and Louise was the first one to be like, I'll do it, you know. And uh, so yeah, that was that was fun, super fun. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I loved the little in jokes about uh, yeah, that the, the whole thing about with David Bowie and Dark Crystal, and <laughs> so no, that that was really great. But but not only that, um, I think the big you know there was a lot of highlights from that. I mean, I've, I talked to Stephen uh, Garlic before about um, the the reading that he did, you know, with uh, as Jen uh, with Brian Meal with um, Ursu the Master, which was uh, such an incredible moment and. Like the the reading, you know, was very very close. So you know, it almost it sounded like it was from the original film. Um, but but of that, but the other favorite highlight was of course your performance uh, with uh, Becky Henderson. And um, of course, you know that that was you know from um, uh, trying to think what was the name of the song that was. It's the end of the world, and you, as we know it. Yes. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah, so that that was like such a great moment. Like. <laughs> Like, how did you prepare for that? Like, did, did that take you a while to actually try and, you know, write, come up with the lyrics, to, you know, to, to do that song? Yeah. Um, no, I had this idea when we were in London. I was going to do, like, a kind of uh, a parody of that song just for the crew, like, just a behind-the-scenes, like, Gelfling ears falling off, something, blah, 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 you know, like, stuff that was, like, happening behind the scenes. But, you know, we're busy, we're shooting, we're tired, and I was like, I didn't quite get around to it. So then when this um, uh, party was, you know, coming up, Zay was asking me, is there anything you can do? You know, we need performances. Can you do something? And I was like, well, I always kind of wanted to write this parody. So I went back and I watched all... The hard part was watching every episode. Um, not that it's hard to watch a show, but I... Looking for those, like, nuggets of, like, lopsided Unimoth, like, like four or five syllables of a chunk of something... And just making notes, so I went through and I made notes on every show, and then just kind of puzzled them all together. 
Um, but it's a great it's a great song to parody because it's really just a big laundry list yes. of random like they don't necessarily have to go together. It's just like kind of list. And um, and I knew um, the fans of the show would like it um, uh, because of you know the the part at the end where it's like you know we need a season two you know yes, yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. I, in fact, I left my camera rolling because I I, I I made a um, you know little video of it to have and. Uh, I heard people talking at the end. They were like, did they just say there was going to be a second season? I heard them like, talking about season two, and are they gaslight? We should gaslight somebody. <laughs> like, there was really, like, uh, a little buzz. But, uh, no, I just thought it would be fun. And, of course, singing with Becky is great. She's a great singer, and she's in a band. Uh, yes. Her group, Voxen, is, like, amazing. And so, um, yeah. We actually, I wrote it. I made a demo. I sent it to her, and I sent her the lyrics with some direction, like, Maybe we could look at each other for this line and then look out at the audience for this line. But that was it. And then we kind of both rehearsed separately. And I uh, went to her uh, went to her room just the night before, and we practiced it one time. Yeah. And I was like, do you want to do it again? And she was like, nah, I think we got it. And that was it. We got it in the park, yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was our one rehearsal. And then, uh, yeah, it was a blast, man. It was so fun. Uh, no, it, absolutely, yeah. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, to seeing, I, I think it was recorded, so I'm looking forward to, to seeing it and hearing that song, the parody song. Yeah, so. it, is, it is kind of my hope that it's, it, people will like it enough to like learn the words and maybe uh, Dark Crystal fans will sing it. I don't know. but yeah. I, I, I mean, that, that could be the song, you know, as, you know, to try and get season two happening, you know, if it ever does. <laughs> yeah, man. My fingers are always crossed for that. Yeah. Absolutely, as as mine and, and so many fans as well. So um, I'll let you go, but again, yeah, Victor, thank you so much for being at the Great Conjunction, and it's just great chatting to you. Great seeing you, mate. I had to do it one last time. Please forgive me, Phil. Podling Justista. Justista! If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. You can also like us on Facebook, follow on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, visit our website at www.darkcrystalpodcast.com. Thank you so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone.